Hey there, guys. Let's talk about the Kineon Move Plus red light therapy device. This product has been a complete game changer for me. At 50 years old, I am always looking for ways to stay active and maintain my physical health, and the Move Plus has truly helped me to achieve that. The benefits have been incredible, improved joint mobility, reduced inflammation, even better sleep because I'm not tight and in pain all the time. I highly recommend it to other middle-aged men or anyone actually out there at any age, stage, gender that's looking to take control of their health and wellness, sustainability, longevity, feel, and move better. Head over to kineon.io forward slash midlife mail. You can use the promo code midlife mail. You're going to save yourself 10%. You're going to love this product. Check it out. All right, here we go. It is another week. It is another episode of the Midlife Mail Podcast. I am your host, Greg Scheinman. Thank you so much for joining me this week and every week as we help men to maximize middle age and live better, happier, healthier, wealthier, longer, and stronger, and have more fun. That's what we want, right? That's what it is. Six Fs, family, fitness, finance, food, fashion, and fun definition of success, maximizing our 40s, 50s, and beyond. Joining me this week, Forrest Smith. Forrest is the CEO of Kineon Labs. And let me tell you a little bit about Kineon. Um, I got turned on to Kineon, specifically their Move Plus device. And now they actually have a Move Plus Pro that's out there. My buddy, Eric Hinman, was cool enough to send me a Kineon Move Plus device because, look, he's an exceptional athlete. He has been using it, and he knows at 50 that I need this. Sustainability, longevity, recovery, this is what I am after. Having had multiple knee surgeries, dislocated hips, inflammation, osteoarthritis, shoulders, elbows, knees, etc., What do I focus on now more than anything? I focus more on moving well and feeling good. Which brings me to Forrest and his 20-year history of building successful startups in tech hardware. He is an entrepreneurial optimist, and he is passionate about health, wellness, and advancing technology to help others, which is where the Move Plus and Kineon has come from. As the CEO of Kineon, this guy is delivering on his mission. He grew up playing competitive sports. He's actually still participating in competitive sports, in rugby in particular. He's out there training CrossFit. He developed this Kineon Move Plus as a modular targeted red laser therapy device for neuromuscular pain and inflammation. And I know that sounds like a mouthful, but we really break it down very simply in this episode. And I can tell you from my experience after having used the Kineon Move Plus for more than 120 days now, that's really always my litmus test. You know, I get something, I'm willing to try it out. I use it. I see whether it really works for me. In this case, five minutes a day per body part that I want to have it on, but five days a week, noticeable, game-changing improvement. 
So while there is a ton of science, and we can go narrow and deep down that rabbit hole, um, on the shallow and wide side, which is kind of me, you know, a little bit of both in there, it just practically works. Put it on, push the button, feel better. So Forrest is going to take us down everything that, that he has done to bring the Kineon Move Plus to market, why it is so important, how this can improve your life at any age, stage, gender, time. Again, I just happen to be speaking to you from a midlife male perspective. That's where I am and that's what I need. But really, this works for anyone at any time. If you want to reduce pain, you want to reduce inflammation, you want to move better, you want to feel better, you want to perform better, well, the Kineon Move Plus is for you. Now, one of the things I also really like to do, and you know this because you're here every single week, is I really love to talk to the founders behind these brands and behind these products that I truly believe in. Because I genuinely believe that the food tastes better when you know who's making it. Authenticity, credibility, relatability, and also guys that are aspirational because that's what I look towards. And I put Forrest into that category. The guy is living his message and he is out there helping guys and changing lives. So let's talk about becoming pain-free, how to alleviate chronic pain, and what's going on with the Kineon Move Plus from Kineon Lab CEO, Forrest Smith. You know how pumped I am about this new relationship that I have with Kineon. And, and I've got Forrest Smith here, who is the primary partner. He, along with Tom Sanderson, we're going to get into their relationship in a little bit because he was just filling me in on, on the interesting dynamic there. But I'm super excited about this to dive in and let you guys hear and learn and listen uh, to the story of Kineon and how this has made such a huge impact in my life, in my goal to help maximize middle age, not just for me, but for all of you guys out there. And, and before we hit the record button, and by the way, that also reminds me to always hit the record button right away so we don't ever miss any of this. What, what Forrest and I were talking about was we're at this stage and age of life where what we're really looking for, guys, is to extend the horizon, to be able to be useful for as long of a period of time as possible, sustainability, longevity, which is health, which is happiness. So there's my little like preamble as far as the sitting here nodding, you guys can't see him. But this is what really, really excites me um, about getting involved with a product and a brand that I have been using for a while. And now we're going to go to the next level and we're going to take all you guys with us. So Far Smith, Kenyon, welcome to the Midlife Mail podcast. Thank you, Greg. Super happy to be here, and I, I, I love the uh, the note you've had about extending the horizon. It's, it's really in line with, uh, you know, where where myself and again Tom, my my co-founder here, are uh, are trying to take the company and trying to support people like yourself and your audience, and and really anybody kind of with the gray hairs like I have, uh, who's who's noticed kind of maybe recovery times a little bit longer, and and uh, uh, bouncing back from injuries is a little bit more difficult uh, these days. Um, there's some tools that we we've kind of been building in the lab and testing and and uh, 
hopefully can share a little bit more about from a details of, of the technology standpoint uh, with your audience today. Absolutely. And, uh, and I'm excited about that. And I'm going to share a little bit of my personal story um, and where you guys have been super helpful and impactful because uh, I don't think everybody out there knows it. I mean, I certainly talk about being 50 years old enough. Okay. You guys have definitely heard about that. I'm not going to talk to Forrest about the gray hairs on the top of his head because I don't even have any hairs <laughs> on the top of my head. We can compare some beard, uh, some beard structure. He's got a pretty epic beard going on. But when you think about aging, and I am, again, I am not anti-aging. I am pro-aging gracefully, respectfully, and aggressively to kind of beat it, you know, uh, and live with it as best we can. I am a guy that had also his first knee surgery at 13 years old, mm -hmm. shattered my kneecap, tore the ligaments and cartilage in my knee, um, playing a, a very poor pickup game of basketball in our middle school gym. So first knee surgery at 13, uh, second knee surgery at 15, third knee surgery at 19. And I have avoided surgery since then. However, I get a lot of inflammation in my knees. There's been a lot of wear and tear on them. I have had gel injected in there. I have tried, I have had them drained repeatedly. Um, and my knee left in particular has been a struggle so much so that it threw off my right hip from favoring it for so many, many years. So I am always in search of anything that is going to help me feel better, recover, decrease inflammation, get movement and mobility going on. Um, and, and that's some of my story. And when I got introduced to Kineon, I was like, okay, here's another product. I don't know if you can hear this. The Amazon guy might be here. It's my dogs downstairs. Okay. Sometimes people can hear it, but that's real life guys. On, on this. As soon as Amazon drops off its daily package, they don't sponsor the show. I pay them. They're going to drop off their daily package. The dogs will quiet down. Thank you. But what happened was Kineon came into my life Mm -hmm. saw the product, heard about it, read about it. I think it was our mutual friend, Eric Hinman, sent me one. And I started putting this on my knee every day. I think like a lot of people out there, okay, is this going to work? What's it all about? The straps, put it on. And it helped. You got to give these things time, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. I'm wearing this thing on my knee. I'm trying different positions. I'm putting it on my other knee, playing around with my golfer's elbow a little bit. And I'm putting it on my shoulder, you know, and after about 90 days, I like to test and retest. It's like this thing actually really works. This product really, really works. I don't totally understand why you're going to get into that. Why it works, what it, how it's doing everything. That's not my bag. But what I know is when I put this thing on and I push the button and I do this consecutively every single day, I am moving better, feeling better, living better, and I'm happier. And I don't get that creaky thing. You can see me doing it with my knee and the inflammation is there. And I'm wondering how to get rid of that all the time. So I'm going to thank you for that. But now I'm also going to actually ask you a question as well. <laughs> how did this come to be? Walk us through the story of Kineon, how you got the idea and how you've taken this idea through execution so that I can have it and all you guys can have it too. Uh, it's a great question. I, I, um, I start by saying I, I've spent I spent about 18 years in China building uh, hardware startups, uh, so creating and, and uh, developing innovative products, and then would build my companies to a certain size and have them acquired by a large multinational. Um, after after a few cycles of that, uh, I got to uh, a point in life where 
Uh, actually, the 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 goal for the next company um, that I, I really wanted to build was something that was more mission driven versus just the commercial outcomes, uh, where you're actually having an impact uh, that's measurable on on people's lives. And so uh, when I when I met Tom, he was in a very similar state of life, and uh, the mission that we've we've come down to over time, uh, before we even put our first first uh, toe in the water from a product standpoint. Uh, was to increase the quality of life for the largest number of people we can in the most substantial and measurable way we can. And uh, that actually helped us formulate our plan from a product roadmap that's helped us formulate our go-to-market strategy. Um, none of this is built from a, a, uh, in a kind of a standard way of, of uh, you know, go raise money, develop your, your products. We, we've kind of addressed each each issue in building the company with this around this core mission. And so as an example, um, when we started uh, designing our products, when we first started selecting our products, one of the things that I wanted to launch was a uh, an inflammation treatment device uh, for uh, neurodegenerative disorders, um, dementia, uh, you know, Lewy body syndrome, Alzheimer's, um, uh, a number of different uh, dementia pathologies in the brain, but also for uh, depression and anxiety. Uh, and, and what we've seen in the literature kind of supports that, and we'll, we'll be launching a product like that in the near future. But to be able to get to that, uh, we would have to give up parts of the company and, and take in direction from a larger investment group uh, because the regulatory path for that's very long. So it helped us decide that actually we'd like to have a shorter regulatory path. We'd like to do something around pain and inflammation uh, because there's a, a huge difference between what existed in the market from a product standpoint for being able to treat that when we were launching the product. Um, and even now, uh, the the arbitrage there in the space is amazing. We, we've seen uh, professional photobiomodulation or light therapy devices that start at fifteen dollars to $20,000 are quite effective, um, but uh, they're not very widely adopted outside of medical practitioners and clinics because of the cost. Um, so our, our hypothesis was that the current solutions for pharmaceuticals, uh, for ice, rest ice compression elevation uh, that people are given for traumatic tissue damage, uh, you know, post-surgery, uh, like in your case or, or mine, I, I've also torn my meniscus, or even just with like edema in your ankles, or you, you've rolled your ankle, you've got uh, some kind of, of tissue damage you'd like to recover from, taking pharmaceuticals actually can cause that tissue to degrade further over time. It's essentially just taking the batteries out of the uh, out of the smoke alarm. Uh, the smoke alarm is on for a reason. You have this inflammation and pain in your body for a reason. What we wanted to be able to provide and that we found a, a substantial support for in the medical literature was a path forward that has hope to improve, uh, which the pharmaceutical path does not. It's going to make those joints worse. It also has impacts on stomach, liver, and significant impacts on cardiovascular tissue. Uh, so one of the things that we've, we've actually found since we founded the company is that cardiovascular uh, health uh, if you're if you're taking NSAIDs, which is kind of the gold standard pharmaceutical uh, solution for uh, small niggles from pain and training or, or um, you know, again, rolling an ankle, uh, hurting your shoulder, ongoing inflammation in your knee from from an old injury, uh, NSAIDs actually increase the risk of uh, cardio severe cardiovascular disease by 30% across the board. It doesn't matter if you're six years old or 60 years old, you're increasing your risk of cardiovascular disease by a substantial percentage. 
Uh, and that's that's not a sustainable solution, uh, but it also doesn't help with the the fundamental problem that you have in that tissue. And so our goal is to provide something that's going to be a better solution for this that's not going to cost fifteen thousand uh, dollars and that you can use at home and that we can we can help hopefully with our design uh, ethos to be able to reduce the um the friction that that users and patients would have in adopting this type of technology so that's that's been our goal with our our first product the move plus is to to give people hope uh for if you're if you have osteoarthritis if you have chronic inflammation if you have chronic pain that you can actually treat the underlying the underlying causes of this not just symptoms and you have hope for being able to be more effective and to your earlier point pushing back the horizon on those joints and making them as effective as possible for as long as possible. Hey guys, Greg here. I am proud to partner with Hone Health. They are my provider for TRT. I believe in the team, the service, the product, and the mission. I am an open book. Feel free to email me, greg at midlifemail.com. You can ask me questions and I'm happy to get back to you and answer. This was a careful and personal decision that I made along with my primary care physician and my family. I believe in what Hone is doing every day, what they've done for me, and what they can do for other midlife males to help them live better, stronger, healthier, and happier lives. So if this is something that you are thinking about, I encourage you to learn more about Hone Health. Go over to honehealth.com forward slash midlife mail. You can order your at-home test and consultation and save 15 dollars. Yes to osteoarthritis, you know, and yes, I mean, these are the things that happen. You cross that threshold um, for me at 50 and things are happening organically, naturally through, through wear and tear, you know, all of the other things, you know, that are, that are going on. You talked about design. I know first, first you've talked about obviously the science behind it. And I think we do see this a lot. We see let's say kind of professional grade applications, you know, of, of certain things in this case, red light therapy, you know, and I, and I've seen it even in other areas, whether they're, they're red light therapy masks you put on your face, or now they're in all of the saunas and red light there and so on and so forth. And they're very costly and they're out there and they're hard. And then they start to work their way into, mm -hmm, can, like let's let's bring this to the to the consumers if we can we make something yes. you know in some of these areas for for the consumers and you were talking about design there and and what's happening there's a very unique design to the move plus and i'm really curious when i got it and i opened it up i go okay there's there's like three modules in here they all have a button on them and you click them in to the strap and then you put the strap around. And I was kind of like, okay, how is this going to work? You know, totally. And then you push one of the buttons and all the red lights go on. Like it's, it's actually, it's pretty cool once. And you size it all up in the application. But I'm really, really curious because when I first opened it up and I don't know if you've heard this before, like, I was like, how am I going to actually use this? Where do I put this? You know, and what's with the design? So, the uh, I, I mentioned the kind of gap in the market that we we found when we started designing our products. 
Um, and at the high end of that, there were effective products, but they're too expensive and they're not going to be adopted because they're they're both expensive, but they're also a wand that you plug into the wall. And that if you if you want to use it, you have to sit there with one of your hands focused on aiming this at your body uh, for a, a percentage of the day, which is really kind of a high ask uh, for a lot of people, um, particularly if, if uh, you know, a, as we do, if you assume that friction is one of the reasons that adoption hasn't taken off, because one of the things we found is why why, why like this this technology is great we're seeing amazing things in the medical literature for this and it's consistent and we know how to dose this um and we're getting even better over time as to how to dose this why aren't people adopting this and so what we've come down to is that there's there were two there was a gap in the middle of what was being delivered uh between the professional versions which again are plug into the wall you can't travel with uh are not very convenient and are too expensive and then on the other side you had uh commercial products um, which were what we like to think of as manufacturing-friendly products versus user-friendly products. Um, and so as an example of these, the um, the red light panels that you may have seen, seen from a number of different uh, brands, uh, what's one of the things that's crucial for delivering expectations uh, and, and being able to meet expectations from an outcome standpoint for reducing pain and inflammation measurably uh, is the dose of light that you're delivering. And if you're standing in front of a panel and you're two inches closer or two inches further away, the difference in that is massive from the amount delivered. Also, because you're at that distance from the panel, the it's 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 nearly impossible to model correctly how many photons you're delivering to what level of tissue. Um, and and we have we've developed and are continuing to develop our own internal proprietary modeling for this, which is you know what what we know is at these different levels of tissue, you have different photo acceptors, um, which is basically molecules that are impacted by light. Uh, and we know how many photons we need to deliver at these different levels of tissue. Well, it turns out if you're a manufacturer who doesn't want to go through the issues of and, and problems and, and heartache of having to go model things that are extremely difficult to model from a, a light uh, distribution standpoint, what you can do is you can create a PCB, you can strap a bunch of LEDs to it, and then you can go promise people whatever you want to promise them uh, and, and deliver percentages of that. Uh, so this is what we found with the the, uh, the existing kind of commercial products when we came to the market is they're not targeted um, and they don't deliver a, a dose of uh, light, particularly to internal tissue that's going to provide uh, the outcomes that you'd like to see uh, that, that are, that are optimal from this type of technology. And it's, it's, Good on one side that they're getting kind of the they're beating out beating the drum about a a really effective technology but the downside is they're also giving people a they're delivering over promising and under delivering if that makes sense from a a uh from an outcome standpoint because essentially mm -hmm. with that kind of dosing what you're doing is you're telling people it, it's kind of like going to your doctor and and the doctor saying hey here's your prescription for pills um well how many how many of these should i take you know just shake the bottle in front of your face about a two feet away and however many fall in your mouth is, is going to be the correct dose. It's just not, it's just not like, it's, it's not a correct way to dose. And so, uh, again, that's, that's a manufacturing friendly way of doing that. And, um, yeah, with the, the modules that we've created there, they emit a laser and led combination, uh, that's been dialed in optimized for that photon delivery at different levels of tissue depth, uh, for the optimal outcomes. And um, yeah, it took us it took us a little bit longer to get it to market because with the lasers included, we had to go through FDA regulatory. Um, 
and it was much more complicated and, and uh, sophisticated from an engineering standpoint, from a regulatory standpoint. But we did this because it, it aligned with our mission, which is to provide those outcomes, provide that that meaningful change in quality of life. And so when we come down to these decisions, it was a big decision for us because it really added a ton of time and, and budget to what to the product that we were bringing to market. But it, it aligned with our mission. And so we, we make those decisions according to our mission statement that really drives kind of our, our fundamental decisions in the business. So here's where, here's where and why I like working with guys like yourself, mm? <laughs> because you do all this heavy lifting. Mm? You go in there, you look at the products, we think about the better way. Okay, here's the distance, it matters. How much light are we getting doing all this? And I'm sitting here listening to you and I'm going, okay, does it work? Like, oh, okay, like when I boil it down, I'm a simpleton. Okay, I'm like a total. So, like, okay, oh, now I get what he's talking about. What he's talking about is I put this, this, the kidney, the move plus, okay, and it goes directly on my skin. There's no distance. We've eliminated distance, basically. We've eliminated kind of random, okay? Like, yeah, you're standing in front of red light or you're doing it, but we don't know exactly where you're standing, how much you're getting. We've put it in a simple delivery mechanism where you cannot miss, okay? It's, touch, it's touching your skin. Mm -hmm. In this case, there's three. There are three like probes or sensors. That's right. That's right. Um, and, and you place them through the strap directly on your skin. So guys, you've eliminated distance. You've eliminated random. You position them around your patella or something like kneecap, whatever, quad. And I even had it on for a video. Um, and, and Bex reached out. Your partner said, place it a little lower or try it this way and do that. So you guys can play <laughs> around with the positioning based upon the symptoms that you're experiencing there. But what you can't do is you can't miss the distance. You can't make a mistake mm -hmm, with the amount of red light therapy, the delivery mechanism itself, because it is basically a, a strap that you adjust to whatever size your leg is, you know, the circumference of your leg, your knee, anything, and you can move it around. Now, the question, once you push that button, and, and again, I'm, I'm a simple thing, guys. So I put the thing on, I pull the strap, I tighten it up, I put the, the, the probes where I think they're supposed to go. Can't make a mistake. Push a button, they all turn on. A couple of minutes later, they turn off. I think it's like what two, three minutes, you know, so uh, we, we actually set the baseline as at five minutes. Uh, okay, it's, it's um, but it, the time goes very quickly. But there it's, you go, it's, the uh, time goes very quickly. <laughs> I thought it was less, but here's the other thing it doesn't interrupt any aspect of my day, meaning I put them on, I'm walking around my house, I can do everything. Okay, it doesn't change anything, you know, that's there. Typically, I like to go with this right after I work out because I've got shorts on. Mm -hmm. So I can just immediately strap it on and walk around and, and go do that. My next question for you, though, is how much is too much? Okay. You said it for around five minutes. Can I just keep pushing that button? You know, like, like it's more better. And the next thing I know, I have it on my knee for 25 minutes, you know, and I've done five cycles. So, uh, Optimal to just just on a uh, touching on protocols in general. Optimal uh, is going to be able to be doing it essentially at least five days a week, which is why we've made it five minutes at a uh, at a minimum because that's where you're going to see the threshold from real results versus kind of uh, you know uh, outcomes that, that wouldn't be as optimal. Um, but with that said, with most uh, chronic inflammation and acute inflammation, even with acute injuries, uh, you'd like to be treating for 15 minutes uh, optimally per day. 
Um, the reason we we made it five minutes to start is we found, particularly with our older cohorts, um, you know, with our early beta users like my parents, for example, if we said 15 minutes a day, they would do 15 minutes once or twice a week, uh, which is less effective than five minutes every day. And so when we lower that threshold to five minutes, they're using it five minutes every day, and they're kind of getting that 80-20 Pareto principle out of it. Thank you, because you have now addressed midlife male principle. Okay, like um, one of the midlife male principles there, a major one is what does consistency look like? Mm-hmm. And consistency, we are going to be better served, guys. Okay, at five minutes a day, five days a week, than we are at fifteen minutes at a clip, and then you don't get to it. Mm-hmm. Five, you do it for a day, then you take a day off, you do it off and on. So we're back to what does consistency look like? So I'm glad that you you clarified that. And we're back to another midlife male principle that more is not necessarily better. Mm-hmm. That better is better. So you're going to use this. You keep this charged. I plug mine into my computer, basically. You know, So it's almost like near me all the time. It's charging up through USB. I'm sitting here. I'm having a conversation with you. I actually, darn it, I should have actually had it up here right now. I could be wearing it right now while we're doing it. That's my mistake. But that's how I think. Put it on five minutes a day, okay? five days a week versus go big or go home. 15, 20, whatever, and then not do it for another couple of days. So we're back to what does consistency look like? You just defined it, okay? More is not better. We go to minimum effective dose, five minutes a day, five days a week, okay? You don't need to do more if more isn't going to help you. Mm -hmm. And we keep going, you know, on that. I do have another question as it pertains to that concept, because where I also have been going with this Mm-hmm. is moving it up and down my lat, working different spots. Yes. Okay. It's a so great the idea. direct, the direct work of, of positioning these, these probes to your leg or to other parts of your body, they hit a very specific spot, three spots in particular with this. So then I go, okay, I am right above my kneecap, kind of in the quad area where some inflammation is. Ooh, but I have some tightness, okay? And I've got <laughs> some issues below my kneecap. Mm-hmm. How far does, I guess, does it dissipate the red light or am I okay with what I've been doing? I just keep trying. I'll do the five minutes on top. Maybe I take a break or whatever. Then I flip it around and I move it below my kneecap. I'll push the button again or I'll move it to my other knee. Walk me through, through that. It's a, it's a great question. And, um, so there's a, a couple of uh, uh, things to parse out of there. Um, one is, uh, as a foundational kind of background piece of information, if you've had traumatic damage to your knee and surgery on that, like you and I both have, um, one thing that you'll find with that traumatically damaged tissue in the joint is that it leaks uh, inflammation that doesn't stay local. And so you'll find uh, microvasculature uh, will be impaired in the entire region. And one of the things that's even more interesting and, and actually is is a little bit scary is there's been some recent studies with NFL players um, to to indicate that this inflammation is not constrained to the uh, to the region even uh, it's systemic and so uh, as an example of that this this observational study with the NFL players was something like three thousand NFL players and fifty uh, percent had had uh, ACL uh tears and 50 percent had not and the 50 percent that had acl tears were a significantly substantially uh high high double digits so say 60 to 70 percent increase in severe cardiovascular disease uh 
over the next decades. Um, and that that uh, that might seem kind of counterintuitive, but uh, the reason for that is that there's a big impact from inflammation, uh, even if it's trickling out from a from a joint injury, from an old injury uh, over time to your cardiovascular endothelial tissue. So your blood vessels will become stiffer faster if you keep trickling inflammation out. And so that's going to present more in the region. But one of the things that we've seen is if you've got a, a traumatic uh, damage to your uh, left knee, as an example, the quad above the left knee is going to be one and a half to two degrees colder. You can use infrared cameras to be able to quantify this. And it's going to be substantially, and that doesn't sound like a lot, but from a human physiology standpoint, that's that's really a measurable difference in, in temperature. And that's because the microvasculature in the region has been damaged. And so one of the things that, that we've seen with the device is as you're treating the local tissue, even if it's an old injury, I, my, my meniscus I saw 15 years ago, uh, I still treat my quads daily because if I, if I treat them, what happens is you dump nitric oxide, which is a, um, a capillary expander or dilator, uh, and nitric oxide synthase, which helps create more nitric oxide in your blood to open up these microvasculature microvascul- uh, uh, capillaries and expand out the amount of blood and teach essentially your body how to deliver blood effectively to those tissues again. So it's a great idea to ju- not just put it on the local tissue, but to, to treat regionally as well. All right. I am dedicated to living my best life in middle age, and I am always on the lookout for high quality products that support my health and wellness goals. Bubs Naturals does just that. They are a game changer for me, providing me with the nutrients and energy I need to stay active and healthy all day long. Every morning I start with my Bubs Naturals coffee, their collagen peptides, and their MCT oil powder. It is amazing. I highly recommend Bubs Naturals to anyone who is looking to start their day off right, maximize their health and wellness, and use the absolute best products on the market. These guys are Whole30 certified. They are an NSF certified product. They have the daily support for your joints, hair, skin, and nails that you need. Gluten-free, soy-free, nut-free, GMO-free, corn-free. All of it could not have found a better partner where simplicity meets self-improvement. Bubsnaturals.com, promo code MIDLIFEMALE, save yourself 20%. You're going to love it. Okay, so we've covered we've, we've covered a lot about knees mm-hmm, because that's where I was starting off with this. And that was really, that was my primary, you know, my primary issue, primary problem going, okay, can the Move Plus help me solve that? Mm-hmm. or help again, extend my runway, my horizon, because I don't intend to stop doing what I'm yes. doing. And the question is, okay, Keep what can I be it. doing to help me get after it and continue to, to, to move forward? And yes, I'd like to put a plus right behind every movement I do also. So you guys did <laughs> good job. Good job with, with that. Where else mm-hmm, can you use it? Mm-hmm. And again, I'm just going to play like little, little test and retest of some of the stuff that I've been doing. Mm-hmm. I put it on my elbow. Mm-hmm. I have some tendonitis and golfer's elbow that, uh, that I've experienced over the years. Too many pull-ups, probably lack of good form, whatever else it is on there. Mm-hmm. Golfer's elbow. That's one place I've put the strap again, and it adjusts to fit the circumference of my arm and my, and my elbow. Another thing I've tried 
And I, and you can either validate or invalidate this for me. I've popped the little, the little sensors and the probes out of the actual strap and I've put them on and I've tried to use it. Like I get a lot of tension in my traps, you know? I think a lot of us carry a lot of stress, anxiety, you know, we particularly carry it in our neck and in our traps and that cringing that we do, not just from, from shrugging and deadlifting, but from dealing with our kids, you know, and our jobs, you know, and our, and our spouses and partners, like the real life stuff. Is that cool? Like, like what I've done, just taking it off, pushing the button, holding it on there, you know, moving it around, but locating it where I'm feeling mm, some stress and strange. Absolutely. Yes. So there's, there's a neurological impact. There's a number of different things that are impacted and photo acceptors that signal downstream uh, that we target from a photon delivery standpoint. Uh, some of these are neurological, some of them are cellular and some of them are, are blood-based. And so we interact with uh, hemoglobin and uh, as an example, and we reduce the amount of affinity that nitric oxide has for hemoglobin. So uh, hemoglobin can actually carry uh, oxygen more effectively to these areas because it's not competing with nitric oxide. This is something that we see in, in mitochondria as well. So as you're, uh, as you see stress in your life, one of the things that you'll, uh, you'll do from a systemic standpoint is you'll increase the oxidative stress on your system. Uh, the photobiomodulation, actually the signaling from the mitochondria helps you to decrease your oxidative stress in these areas. And so, uh, again, this is, there's, there's some, uh, benefits that locally. So I, I also treat my traps in the morning, typically if I'm, I'm in, um, kind of one of the, the things, whether it's stress or it's also just spending more time over a computer or over a phone, um, less, less than optimal, um, postures is another thing that I kind of use it to treat for that, that kind of triggers my, my stress and my traps in my neck. Um, but the, the upside of this also is that this doesn't when the, the blood-based benefits of this, uh, don't stay local to the tissue that you're treating. Uh, they actually, uh, there there's been a number of different researchers who've been working on what they call remote photobiomodulation or remote light therapy for the brain. Uh, so as you're treating large tissue masses in your body, uh, and these have been, you know, they've been tested effectively with quads, uh, with your gut, um, and with things, uh, from a neurological standpoint that, that really actually interact with your sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system, like your, your vagus nerve, um, which kind of goes down straight from your, mm -hmm. your, uh, your ears, uh, down to your, your organs, um, treating these all has a knock-on effect for your brain as well. So you, you see um, brain-derived neurotropic factor uh, increasing. You see a number of molecules that are beneficial for the function of your brain, particularly for people who have, have had some level of uh, um, uh, metabolic disorder or uh, even into type 2 diabetes mellitus uh, is, is um, you know, these they, they're going to see outsized results from this. Uh, you and I, I think, are, are Kind of in the the heavier trained and and kind of trying to get ahead of those things from a, a metabolic standpoint but the metabolic benefits for your brain are really measurable and, and powerful as well so uh there, there's a number of knock-on effects for this but uh yeah gut health brain health and then the, the general oxidative stress reduction in the local tissue is is all really good reasons to do this daily so as you and I kind of kind of geek out on this and all the applications and all the science, and again, we look at kind of, you know, what our training is and how we want to move forward. I think there's, there's kind of a common perception with products that they are designed, you know, and they're for athletes. 
you know, oh, that might not be for me. That's, that's, that's for athletes. Okay. And they've got CrossFit guys and they've got other, you know, and everything else. Is it really for me? Is that the thing? Do I, do I need that? I really like to break that stuff down and dispel a lot of that stuff. I think a lot of products are used with athletes because they can be tested and retested at a very, very high level. But the real application, the real benefits are guys step back. You may not be an elite level athlete. You may not be much of an athlete at all. You might be slightly athletic. You might just want to be genuinely or generally healthy, or you might be, I don't know this, completely sedentary. We can have another conversation about that. Okay. Sitting in your office or everything, and you still have the same or similar aches, pains, inflammation, you know, what's driving those symptoms and those issues that you have for all of us is different based upon the lifestyle that we are, you're living. So who's buying the move, the, the move plus who benefits from, from the move plus, do you have to be again, you know, an athlete or somebody for it, you know, or the common applications of it and the value, you know, behind it. So I, I think, uh, you know, one of the things that we do see is we, we see a lot of inbound uh, requests from athletes. And this is one of the reasons we've started working with them is that our assumption is that if we can treat people who push their bodies to the margins of what a human being can do, then the treatment for kind of the, the people who need less inflammation reduction, less recovery. Uh, so, so a lot of these guys, especially from the CrossFitters, are, are, are really putting so much strain and stress on their body that if they don't adopt these types of uh, uh, kind of recovery tools, it's going to be longer term problems for them from a systemic uh, and, and chronic standpoint. But to be honest, you know, our again, it goes back to our mission where it's, it's the largest number of people and improving life in the quality of life in the most meaningful and substantial and measurable way we can. And, you know, the things that really get us and our team excited is uh, we, we get emails and we have a great community on Facebook. Um, we get emails and Facebook notes in daily of things like, I wasn't able to sleep for 10 years without waking up four or five times a night because of pain. I can sleep now. Thanks guys. Uh, I watched my wife walk through the grocery store. She hasn't been able to walk like that for, you know, 10 or 15 years. That's, that's the kind of things that really like wake us up and, and get us moving as a team uh, to, to continue on with this, this mission of kind of moving the needle because, you know, it, it's, while it's exciting to see people performing at the edge of, of what a human uh, frame and physiology can do, the getting people back into life is really the, the change in that quality of life that we're committed to for our whole team as a core mission. And it's just exciting for us every day to kind of get those notes in and, and see what those impacts are. People who couldn't, um, you know, one of our, our um, teammates who runs our accounting uh, is in his 70s, and he, he played rugby his whole life, has bad knees now, and had gotten to the point where he couldn't really walk up and down uh, when he'd go see a rugby game, he couldn't walk up and down the sidelines. And um, we've gotten him back to where he's walking 10, 15,000 steps a day. He's back in his rugby, walking back and forth with no pain. And so the, these kind of impacts are really what we're targeting with this. And it's, it's um, you know, again, that's, that's what we wake up excited about uh, getting to work every day for. Mm. And, you know, it, it's, so, it's so spot on. When you are used to waking up, or going to bed in pain, or you're used to kind of just walking around day in, day, day out with some level of discomfort. Mm -hmm. And I understand it's always the, you know, keep hearing, get comfortable being uncomfortable and that we should be hunting and chasing discomfort. It's a, it's a little, little shot at my buddy Sterling, you know, and, and his book of hunting discomfort. I get it in certain applications of life. I really do. But I've also taken this theory that, hey, it's also okay to be comfortable. 
Okay. It also is okay to be out of pain. Okay. And not push yourself to an area of discomfort where just living and moving and feeling becomes a challenge, you know, for you. So if you're used to waking up and feeling that way, and then you don't, it's, it's, it's pretty, you know, it's pretty energizing. You know, yes. especially yes. when you've reached a period of time or a place in your life when you thought those better days were behind you, those pain-free days were behind you and not and not in front of you. So I think obviously, look, that's super exciting. If you're in that position, if you have tried a number of things that are out there you know, and maybe you haven't tried the move plus and I was that guy. The reason we're having this conversation right now is you've tried a lot of things. You've gone down the pharmaceutical path. You've gone down medical. You've been injected, you know, with stuff being injected into you. I've had it the other way where they try to pull stuff out of you, you know, fluids and other stuff there. You've gone down these paths with limited to no relief it's there when you can find something that works for you over a period of time that is non-invasive, you know, that is non, you know, say medical procedural, something that you can have as an asset and a resource in your home around all the time. It is a game changer, you know, for you. It's truly, it's truly a game changer. And, and I'm going to go on and then explain a little bit about my, my thesis on this. And then I want to get into some of the company dynamics with you, because if you've been listening to the show for a while and certainly following me for a while, or if you're brand new, like, I'm just going to spot out. I take this shit pretty seriously, mm-hmm. which is like what you put on your body, what you put in your body and the choices that we make day in and day out. Mm-hmm. A product or a brand or anything that's going to come into kind of my wheelhouse, Tim is again, okay, it either has to definitely replace something else, which has been carefully, again, midlife male principle number three, aggregate from everything out there, curate down to the best that works for you and eliminate all the stuff that doesn't. So it either has to one, displace something that has already gone through that process, or it has to be such a great addition that likely something else has got to go to make room for it, you know, in there. So it's initial 30, it's introduction, it's initial 30 days, meet the, then it's 30 to 60, meet the people behind the products and the brand, then it's 60 to 90, okay, how long, what is this really doing? Whether that's photographic evidence, whether that's how I feel, whether that's, whatever it is. And by the end of that, call it 90 days, that test, and actually even like 120, you know? Again, we're running a marathon here, not a sprint. I look at lifetime investments, lifetime health. You know, by that point, you go, okay, if it has made this indelible impact, this positive impact, all right, let's do something here. Now this is either, this is a subscription, this purchase has value, this is a recommendation, this is, so now you guys kind of get grasp the, the thesis on it. And then I get to bring you the conversations like this with Forrest and learn even more and get surprised about other things that they're bringing out there, um, new aspects and development with the products and what's going on behind the scenes. So I wanted to share some of that with you guys out there because this stuff is not just like, hey, let's talk about a product, okay? Let's remember, it is what's really going into the relationship? What's really happening with our bodies? Are we making investments that are significant, not 15, 20 grand professional medical office, but commercial and consumer, but we expect return when we make an investment. Otherwise it's an expense. It returns nothing and it sits in a drawer and we don't use it. And that ain't helping anybody Mm -hmm. out there. So there's some of that. What's really now switching gears. Mm -hmm. 
You mentioned to me, I said I was going to circle back in this. Tom is your partner. Tom Sanderson is your partner in this. Mm-hmm. And you said something, you go, I've actually never met Tom in person. Okay. Yes, yes. It's a COVID story. <laughs> okay. So this I want to address because this is how businesses, again, and partnerships develop today. And I actually think there's so many positives to this. I want to know how you guys got together. I want to know how you build a brand and a business and a product, okay, as dynamic as the Move Plus. And you both do this okay, from different locations and have yet to meet face-to-face. I, I absolutely want to understand this dynamic. <laughs> It's, it's actually a fun story. We, we had both spent, so I'd spent about 18 years in China and Thomas spent 12 or 13. Um, and we had built different types of companies, but we were coming to a similar time of life where I think we're within a year of age uh, of, again, kind of moving from uh, pursuing the commercial aspects of things to, to really pursuing something that's going to be a long-term um, mission-driven uh, company where you have to have commercial success or you can't grow it and you can't achieve your mission, but that's not the core. The, the core judgment for us um, is the core metric by which we are judged is, is how much we're impacting people. But I, I actually, I played, uh, I was playing rugby uh, for the Guangzhou Rams in South China. Uh, and I met uh, Tom's younger brother playing rugby there uh, on the same team. And I think he noticed some of the similar comments and, and uh, mission-focused uh, uh, perspectives that we had taken on at, at this kind of point of life. And he connected us and we just hit it off. And uh, again, it came from meeting, talking about mission. How do we make it something where it's it's both uh, meaningful, but measurable? We, we don't want to be somewhere where we're kind of just pie in the sky. Oh, we, we want to do good things for, you know, make the world greener or something like this. That's not measurable. Uh, for us, it was a key from any business that you have metrics in place to measure yourself against. And a typical one for, for a founder is, you know, your, your revenue, uh, your, your, your earnings. Um, we felt that for this company that the, while those are important for how, how we can grow and scale and, and kind of get the narrative out there and then get more products into more people's hands, they're going to help them. The, the quality of life of our users is going to be the biggest thing. And I think from something that you've just said now about, um, really kind of, uh, you know, the, the, everyone understanding how how we kind of go about this um we're we've also made ourselves completely available for our, our users we've got a super engaged group on facebook where people book in calls with us every week and we've made ourselves available uh to to directly book in so if you're not getting the the experience that you want out of the product what we found is a lot of times we have to go back and work in different protocol changes um and, and that there are some things from the expectation level so for example you mentioned elbow uh elbow takes longer than treating a knee um hands takes a very long time you need to treat tissue upstream you also need to treat for elbow as an example uh treating towards where your ganglia connect with your spine will see will give you a a, a huge boost as to the the pain relief for your your uh your pull-up elbow uh, I, i'm assuming it's pull-up elbow because i have, I have a similar one um but things like this where, where we make ourselves available for it the, the point of this is not to shift products it's not to sell it's not to grow revenue it's not to grow earnings those things help us with a, with a larger mission which is delivering that right kind of of experience and outcome to people who need it and um again we we make ourselves directly available for that we're not trying to hide behind keyboards we want to address this when people don't get what they're what they're buying in with the device so um yeah it's it's it all comes back to that core mission <laughs> yeah i like to call it it's like coaching in real time you know it's like when i'm even working with my clients it's like yeah i know we have calls you know 
week to week that are on the books, but life happens in real time. So coaching needs to happen in real time. Feedback needs to happen in real time, you know, with these products and other things, because we've got questions, we've got other things that come up and, and applications. I love human improvement protein. It's that simple. It is the easiest to digest protein powder on the market. And that is what I look for. I need a protein powder that is easy to digest, that leaves me feeling satiated, not heavy, bloated, weighed down, and gassy. At 50 years old, I don't need that. At any age, I don't think anybody needs that. I have tried a lot of protein powders, and I have landed on human improvement as the very best out there. It's the easiest to digest protein. It's formulated to be non-bloating with five times the gut health support. It is a blend of superfoods, plant-based protein, and cricket protein that delivers all of our essential amino acids and is perfect for post-workout recovery, building and maintaining lean muscle, all-day energy, and satiating hunger. Check it out, buyhigh.co. Use promo code MIDLIFEMAIL. You're going to save 15%. Go for it. I also agree. I think the home field advantage is gone. You know, the days of like your friends, your partners, your everything having to be like geographically located right where you are or in the same and everything. I think, you know, we've seen that those, the home field advantage is gone. That's not necessary. You can grow businesses, you can grow brands, you can scale companies with people from all over the place. What it really comes down to is, hey, are you productive? You know, are you good at what you do? Can you get it done? Okay. And is, are you able to accomplish the mission and the task at hand from, from wherever you are? 100%. I think the question we ask, and I think this this would be a fun one for you as well, is, is this person world-class at what they're doing? Because you don't have to have a geographic location or kismet or or relationships geographically to find those people anymore. You can, you can literally look for the best person in the world, the best laser scientist in the world, the best clinical researcher, the best physiologist with, uh, with a photonics background. You can go build teams around the best in the world. Don't settle for less. Mm. It's it's such a good point. It's back to again aggregate, curate, eliminate, kind of as a concept, yes. you know, in there. Um, it it really is because one, it pertains obviously to building a company, to building a brand, to delivering on mission, looking to be best in class, but also be very specific, you know, what you're doing. Like, okay, we're starting with a very specific product in Move Plus. It has a very specific job. We have a very specific mission, and we need the best people mm-hmm, to actually help us accomplish that. Mm-hmm. We can tra- we take this into all aspects of life again, you know, guys. Like, I've had a training partner, my buddy Lionel, who comes over and trains with me. That's basically like our relationship. And I love him. Okay. He's become a very close friend. He's at my house all the time. And thank goodness he was, you know, like we, everyone's isolating during COVID. It's like you pick a person. He said, okay, here's the best in class. So, but that's our role, like to one another. Like he's married, he's got kids, I'm married, I've got kids, he's got a career and a job, I've got all my other things. What do we do? We train well together. Hmm? Yes, absolutely. And and you start to to look for, again, who can fill roles hmm, in our lives? hmm? Who can help us move the needle in various areas? So want red light therapy? Okay. Want to reduce inflammation? Want to increase blood flow? What's the best in class product? Kinian Move Plus. Um, we can go down the list. What's the best protein out there? What's the best? Th- and I also think that's why a lot of companies and brands today work well together. Like begets like you know, on yes. there. 
When you're best in class in your category and you may see somebody who's best in class in their category, there's no longer competition. There's collaboration. There's an opportunity. Yes, yes. And mm-hmm. even what well, we've taken the, the so uh, as an example of this, I, I also like the idea of cooperative uh, competition. So, uh, or competitive cooperation, uh, if, you, if you look at it another mm-hmm. way. Um, the, we, we take the idea that, uh, you know, red light therapy, as an example, is something that can replace a ton of pharmaceuticals uh, and that this is going to be a growing segment uh, and that we, we have really good ideas, but we may have ideas that we've missed. And so we keep in contact with uh, product companies in this space, whether it's red light therapy or other recovery products or other modalities that actually work effectively with this, uh, where that that kind of synergy of um, productivity, high energy, uh, dynamic thinkers uh, tends to beget uh, good relationships and, and helps everyone move faster in a better into a better direction. Uh, if that makes sense. Yeah, it, it, it totally does. Okay. Totally off topic question. Okay. You're a big dude. How big is <laughs> Like I'm looking uh, at you <laughs> and then you're talking about playing rugby in China and everything. You're a big dude. Yes. I, so I'm, I'm six, three, two twenty, more or less. Uh, I would say more or less 1% off of that. Uh, probably one way or the other. <laughs> what were you when you were playing? Were you, or were you even bigger? Mm. So I, I'm still playing now I'm playing in Mexico. Oh. Um, but I, I uh, when I played football when I was younger, so I, I wrestled and played football as an example in high school and university, and, and uh, I, I probably carried wrestling. I, I wrestled at about one sixty five to one uh, one seventy, uh, and then football season I was probably more like one ninety five, um, and played quarterback and kicker. So that's that was uh, yeah that was that was back when I could uh, kind of two handed dunk and and uh, a number of other things that have kind of gone by the wayside. <laughs> so what what does life look okay what does life look like in in mexico still playing and doing this take me through like because this is the stuff that also really fascinates me like walk me through your day mm-hmm. sure sure I, I have a couple of uh, rugby trainings a week i i train crossfit about five days a week um and then i also have some some interspersed i i don't like driving so i uh commute by biking uh to add um essentially about 15 miles a day in of, of biking so that kind of gives me my low zone two uh kind of uh work and then i i have uh i train crossfit uh probably five days a week and uh one of those with a a guy who's actually an ex-olympian here who's a a a great olympic lifter and a great great coach and and workout partner to your point some folks actually you find that you you push harder and get further with with the right uh with the right partners i have a couple of uh rugby trainings a week uh and then it's rugby season right now and we'll have basically three games uh three games a month um and uh but I, i'll get injured and occasionally with these this, this is one of the things where having the devices around is always super helpful because otherwise <laughs> my wife's been needling at me about uh just kind of shifting to crossfit and maybe something a little bit less uh high impact than rugby because it, it does you get little dings on your shoulder or you get you know just little things, you know, sprained ankle, ding shoulder, uh, your fingers are, are swollen or whatever it is. But, you know, one of the nice things is this helped me, again, kind of extend that horizon with rugby, which I, I didn't find until I was 38. I didn't start playing rugby until 38. Um, but I just missed the contact sports, and it, it was a great one. It's a really nice one to go play, and, and it's a very good social sport as well. Uh, so just, you know, having having a group of guys that are, are um, you know, uh, one nice thing for having 15 people on a pitch is you, you've got people who are 300 pounds and you've got people who are 100 and 
45 pounds and uh, both both ends of that spectrum are very useful as a team uh, from an organization standpoint and from the execution standpoint. So having all those guys around, it's really nice. It also unlocks uh, new cities quite easily because you you have a, you know, anywhere you go play, you've got a, a, a background social life to, to plug into. So that's been my, my experience with it to date. <laughs> mm. Yeah. When I hear, you know, these types of days described, okay, there's 15 miles you would take on on a bike. Okay. There's there's a marriage. I mean there's one. There's multiple yeah. rugby practices. Then there's the training that you do need to do to crossfit or otherwise to be in shape to play the game. And I have a business to run and I do this. I'm always asked like how do you do you know how do you find the time mm, for things? Mm? How do you prioritize? Mm? Some guys look like they're effortless. How are you even on this call, quite frankly, with me, you know, doing this without seemingly being like I can't see the wheels moving in your head, but I assume like emails are piling up and other things are going on. But some people also just seem kind of relaxed and they never seem pressed or, or pressured. Maybe it's all the red light stuff on the back of your neck, but, but you know, how do you manage it all? Or what would be also your, your advice to guys that are like, I can't do it all. I can't keep myself in good shape. You know, I can't keep work a business. I, they're just out of harmony. I don't love the word balance, but like, there's just no harmony in, in all of these buckets. So a couple of things that helped me a ton. Uh, one, the biking really helps because it's a one-for-one -one replacement with the driving. So if I have to drive to commute, now I bike to commute, I get the best out of the, the exercise piece of it. I try to do it nasal breathing and just layer things with your habits that that tend to work. So again, I, I do nasal breathing with my, with my cycling just so it keeps me in zone two heart rate because I don't like doing zone two work you know, on a, you know, on a treadmill or whatever. So try to try to replace things that you don't like with things that you do. But um, yeah, also if I don't exercise daily, uh, the, the kind of my, my metric for um, kind of uh, the efficacy of the programs that I select for my, my training is uh, all brain-based. So I, I kind of, uh, and um so there's there's a few things that I have to do daily to to reach kind of a a, a harmonic uh, state uh, if that makes sense. Uh, but meditation, I do HRV breathing. There's a great uh, friend of ours out in in Holland is a um, sports scientist and a a uh, machine learning guy who's got a great app uh, called HRV for biofeedback that I do daily. Um, that's uh, really effective. Uh, meditation, HRV breathing, and and exercise though are the three things that I found. Uh, your your brain, for me, what I've seen is the highest leverage point of uh, of focus to where to spend your time. Um, and if you spend that, then it drags through to a number of different things from a, a physicality or, or, you know, whatever else. Everything else gets more effective, essentially, when, once you've got your brain dialed in. Um, and so I, I spend a lot of time each morning on on that. Basically, the the breathing, the the uh, the biofeedback breathing. Um, cold showers, uh, the the training and the meditation all kind of center around the the neurological impacts. Uh, I, I think. Pay attention, guys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this 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 is what it this is what it takes. You don't have to be out there on the pitch getting tackled by a bunch of guys, okay? <laughs> but you can learn a lot okay, from how you do maximize your time and your efficiency. Mm -hmm. And that other. And that kind of the two for, I love the two for one. Okay. That's another midlife male principle, which is, Hey, okay. If I can ride my bike mm -hmm, instead of taking my car or I can walk or I can and talk or take a meeting, those two for ones are so valuable. Yes. 
when you can integrate them into your lifestyle and into your own personal operating system. You know, hey, I can get a three point. I can walk my dogs. I can take a call. You know, I mean, that's three walking my dogs and I'm walking and I'm doing business. Okay. You can take a bike. Okay. And I'm not going to say take a call or do that. You know, I have your headphones on. You can take a bike instead of a car. Now you're getting your cardio in. You're not in your car. You're getting from point A to point B. All of these things. And it all is connected, like I always say. How you do one thing is how you do everything. So it's not a surprise to me. Mm -hmm. that you're turning out a great product that is efficient and effective because that's how we operate. If we're inefficient in one place, we're probably going to be inefficient in other places. You know, these things are all connected. So when we think about how we want to design our life, how we want to design our days, what we want in it, what we don't want in it, you know, this is how we go about that process. And this 100%. is how we find those best-in-class people and those best-in-class products that are out there. So, Farsmith, thank you so much, man. This was this was super cool. You went really narrow and deep in the science in a bunch of places. Then we got to bring it back around and talk about, okay, like, yeah, you think I'm 6'3", 220, and he's still playing rugby down in Mexico. I like all this. So thank you for sharing. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Super interesting question. Uh, thank you again. Guys, if you like what you've heard on the podcast this week and every week, do me that favor. Five-star rating, leave us a good review, share it with all your friends, keep the Midlife Mail movement growing. I'm going to have show notes for this episode. We're going to have audio and videograms up. You're going to be hearing a lot about Kineon and the Move Plus through Midlife Mail. Make sure you're subscribed to the newsletter. You're going to get that dropped in your inbox every week. You're going to get a new episode of the podcast. All of that is at midlifemail.com. And Forrest, how do we find you and the team at Kineon and get the Move Plus into the hands come, of people out there? Come see us at kineon.io or kineon underscore labs on Instagram. Or if you feel like reaching out directly, I am Forrest with two R's at kineon, K-I-N-E-O-N.io. There it is, guys. And I will have all these links and all these tags in all the show materials as always. Until next week, I am out of here. If you're interested in coaching and taking this conversation deeper so that you can achieve your personal and professional goals, be sure to head over to midlifemail.com and check out the work with me page to explore options.